Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. On this installment of Veterans Corner, Bill Hodges talks with Suzette Maynard. Suzette is the Medical Administration Service Supervisory Specialist at the James A. Haley VA Hospital in Tampa. She discusses the readiness of the Haley Veterans Hospital and the ways one can still access their services. The coronavirus has been like the 100-year flood in that everyone knows it might happen at any time, but few are prepared for it when it comes. The medical and administrative staff of the VA are ready for that flood and have a variety of protocols in place that you will find interesting. Listen while she shares those updates. Please keep in mind that this recording was made prior to the end of April and that the information is subject to change, but this is a start. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner. I'm so happy to have you with us and remind you that whether you're listening to this over the on-air stations or you're listening to this as a podcast, you should have a paper and pencil ready to take down the phone numbers and web addresses we share. By the way, it's always great to have someone in the family with you if there's someone else in the house or in the car. My guest today, and you're going to love her, is Suzette Maynard, Supervisory Medical Administration Specialist, Health Administration Services, James A. Haley Veterans Hospital. I I am so excited that you're with us. This is really going to be a fun show because you have so much information to share about what's going on at the VA during this coronavirus thing. Well, thank you, Bill, and I'm glad to be here, and I hope I can give out some information that will be helpful to all of our veterans. Oh, I know you will. And we have veterans literally all over the country listening to this. In fact, some from outside the country. So if you will, if there's something you think might not be working at a different hospital besides ours here at James A. Haley, you might just point that out. Sure, sure. We're way ahead of most of the hospitals. This is a great hospital. Yes, we are. And especially um, on a couple of the topics we're going to talk about related to COVID-19, our facility has just been steps ahead of what has been needed. It's fantastic. I, of course, have been following this closely because of the So High Clinic, and I'm one of your patients. And so many things have come up, and I've been listening to the people that work for you, like George And George has done a great job of doing this for us because he's given me information to put out on a regular basis. Oh, yes. He's one of our good uh, supervisors and chiefs, and uh, uh, I feel blessed that we hired him. Tell me, what are some of the changes? I watched the Shohai Clinic or the Riverview Clinic or the South Hillsboro Clinic, depending on which person you want to talk to gives it a name. But in any case, I watched it shut down slowly. 
and it's not completely shut down, but it's a little different than it normally would be. Uh, you're absolutely right. Um, on March 30th, um, we closed certain off-site clinics and facilities. Um, that was to preserve the, the health of our employees and the veterans. And so we scaled back some of our operations. Um, at Sohi, we're open for urgent care and, uh, or excuse me, for urgent referred care. Referred care. care. Yes, yes. Uh, between the hours of 8 a.m. and 2 p.m., Monday through Friday. And now, that's referred, correct? Yes, They have to yes. be referred to the clinic to be able to go there at that time. This is not just normal doctor's appointments. Exactly. And uh, it's uh, not to be for walk-in, you know, or used as an emergency department or anything like that. And we've done the same with our primary care annex. Um, our Newport Ritchie outpatient clinic, uh, our outpatient clinics in Lacanto and Lakeland. Now, I mentioned Newport Ritchie outpatient clinic has scaled back as well. However, Newport Ritchie pharmacy, mental health clinic, eye clinic, dental clinic, and the home-based primary care are closed. So it's only the main outpatient clinic in Newport Ritchie. Now, when I first talked to the VA about the shutting down or phasing down of mm -hmm. the clinic, uh, they were very, very concerned about their volunteers. And a lot, of the, a lot of the people there are volunteers. So it was important to get them taken care of and get them out of the building. Oh, yes. You know, they're vulnerable just like anybody else. And, you know, with the volunteers, they're all over the place. And so we had to make that hard decision, you know. And some kind of started phasing out themselves. Um, some of our volunteers, you know, have been there a while and they're concerned about their health sure. just as much as anybody else. So, you know, after a little while, we just made the decision that that would be the best decision for all concerned. And the VA is very, very strong about wearing masks and keeping people safe by social distancing and that sort of thing, correct? Oh, yes. So, you know, all employees have to wear a mask all day long, whether they're the clinical or administrative folks, housekeeping. Um, we offer the mask to the patients for those who don't have it. The social distancing, you know, because we've cut back on a lot of the face-to-face -face appointments, you know, it has helped a little bit. Uh, one of the things we've done is we no longer allow visitors in for inpatient. That's got to be uh, so hard. It, it was. It was, a, it was a hard decision, you know, but we had to, you know, try to keep everybody safe. So there are a few exceptions, um, and that, those include, you know, the end-of-life visitor or if it's a caregiver that the patient relies on the caregiver for transportation or mobility reasons. And another one was children under 18 are also not permitted at this time. And we understand that this is a hardship on family members and their loved ones, but safety is our primary concern right now. And we do encourage them to use phones, FaceTime, Skype, texting as a way to stay in touch. Actually, when somebody comes into the hospital, they're given a mask. Is that correct? Yes. They're screened. You know, they're asked the regular screening questions. Their temperature is taken and offered a mask. Yes. You know, it's interesting, all the things that, these are things probably going to go into the future for some time now. Uh, I agree. Um, you know, nobody can predict what's going to happen, if how long-term this may be. So it's just a new way of living, and the norm is not the norm anymore. It'll be, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be a new norm. A new norm, right. 
exactly. You know, if, if one of our veterans feels that they've been exposed and maybe they have it, what should they do? So if, they, if they're feeling symptoms of, you know, uh, a cough or, you know, they should really get a hold of their primary care provider first and, and go in the direction that they offer. Now, if it's after hours and they have questions, of course, they can continue to use the Vision 8 Clinical Contact Center. And that number is 1-877-741-3400. Let me give that again. Sure. 877-741-3400. It's a toll-free number. And it's very important, when they call that number, what will they get? Well, uh, they'll get a nurse triage. Uh, our RN will answer the phone. They'll ask them some questions. They'll discuss options. If they need to talk to a provider, they can get a provider uh, on the line with them. Or they may schedule an appointment to see their provider. Or they may refer them to the emergency room. It all depends on, you know, the, the needs. You know, Ms. Maynard, I... I used that service, and it was fantastic. I Middle of the night, I woke up, and my eye just hurt. And so I was going to put some eye drops in it, and I reached and grabbed the wrong bottle. Again, stupidity. I put the wrong stuff in my eye. It burned like mad. I did call that number. They triaged it, told me, don't worry. You're not going to lose your eyesight. But they did make an appointment for me the next day for me to be able to go in and have it taken care of. Oh, great. Well, that's what we want to hear, that it works. And, and the other thing to note is this is free of charge. You know, it's not going to cost anything to talk to anybody up at the Vision 8 Clinical Contact Center. And, and they'll order uh, meds if needed. And, you know, they'll also make your primary care provider aware that you called so that they can keep up with you as well. Now, I could call that number, but if I wanted to reach my doctor, directly do I just call so high or I call uh, whatever clinic I normally go to yes just call your clinic you normally go to we do have staff there answering the phones and they will get in contact with your doctor if there happen to be a doctor that's um, not working on site but teleworking so we're in constant communication regardless of where people are working right now you know, that's, again, very interesting. I use my healthy vet all the time. I assume that's still working. Oh, absolutely. A lot of people do use it, and we would encourage them to continue using what they're familiar with and feel comfortable with. Yeah, I, you know, very honestly, I think my healthy vet is one of the most wonderful things. And my doctor gets back to me within usually the same day if it's early enough, but at least within one business day. Oh, that's great to hear. Good, good. I'll pass that on. So it's been a very, very good thing for me. How about medications? If I'm running short of medications, a lot of people are probably running short of medications right now. Maybe they had an appointment or didn't keep it. What do you do for medications? Oh, still call your primary care provider. If it's time to be renewed, of course, they'll have a telephone or a video uh, appointment with you, and they'll go over the meds, and they can reorder them. You know, Otherwise, you can call the renewal line and to make sure that they get refilled. But always call your uh, primary care provider and see if we can assist you before you start calling the pharmacy and things like that. You know, just recently, it's time for my regular annual checkup. And so I got a call from the nurse and the nurse said, we want to do the telemed with you. And I said, great, let's 
do it. I said, in fact, I feel so good right now. I really don't need to be seen if you've got other people you need to see. And they said, no, 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 don't miss your appointment. When this is over, there will be a flood. You need to keep your appointment. So for everybody out there listening, if you've got an appointment, you keep it and do the telemed because it's really an interesting process. Oh, absolutely. And and if while you're having that telemed uh, appointment, they see that maybe you do need to come in, they'll let you know, you know, that your doctor's familiar with you and they can determine if anything else is needed. Absolutely. You know, it's sometimes difficult to get all the way down to the hospital. You know, I used to be able to go to so high. And now if I want meds, I've got to go all the way to the hospital. And if I'm sick, I really don't want to get out, go all the way to the hospital or send my wife down there. Is there a way to get medications without having to go that far, at least on a temporary basis? Well, depending on what the visit is about and what meds are ordered, um, we are contracted with some uh, outside uh, agencies, and you can have your meds uh, delivered there, or you can even have our pharmacy mail them to you. A oh, lot they're of times great they, at that, too. Yes. A lot of times um, they'll give you the option if it's not something that's needed right away. And all you do is uh, call the pharmacy and verify, go through a couple questions with the pharmacy tech, and next thing you know, the mail uh, meds are mailed to you. That really works out very nicely. And how much medication can I get on this emergency basis from Walgreens or one of the stores? If it's an emergency, it'll be 10 days. 10 days. Well, that should yes. get you through whatever you're doing, or you're going to the hospital, one of the two, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes. What if I need to go to urgent care? What if all of a sudden I, I just feel like I've, I've got a problem? What should I do? And are you referring to our ED um, coming to the James A. Haley ED? No, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm way out away from the hospital and, and a clinic's closed, which is not an emergency provider anyway. But if I feel like I've got a heart attack coming on or or I just really, really feel so bad that I don't want to drive 45 minutes to an hour to get up to the hospital. How can I get emergency care? Well, if you're having chest pains and a heart attack, I would highly recommend you go to the nearest uh, emergency department at the nearest hospital, of course. Mm -hmm. We have the opportunity to also go to some urgent cares, do we not? Yes, Mission X still applies during all of this COVID-19, and I know Mr. Denby talked uh, at length about that in his podcast a few weeks ago, and the same rules apply. Nothing has been modified with the Mission Act, uh, so if you're eligible, you just go there. You're entitled to three visits during the calendar year before you start paying a $30 copay, provided you're in priority groups one through five. Um, and so you can, you can find that out online. All you have to do is go yes. online and look and see where you're at. Yes, yes, to see if you're eligible and uh, where the nearest uh, urgent care sites are. So just know that Mission Act is still fully um, available to everybody. Suzette Maynard, you have done a great job of explaining a lot of tough subjects. And I wonder, would you come back and see me again? Of course. My guest today has been Suzette Maynard, Supervisory Medical Administration Specialist, Health Administration Services from the best VA hospital in the country, James A. Haley. I appreciate your coming on the line. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll talk to you again on Veterans Corner Radio or Veterans Corner Radio Podcast. Again, Suzette, thanks for coming on with me. Thank you for inviting me.
You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.